name is Alexis Naylor and I'm your host here at Through the Creative Door. On behalf of myself and my guests, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on which this podcast is recorded and produced. We pay our respects to all First Nations people and acknowledge Elders past and present. On this podcast, I will be chatting to an array of creative guests, getting a glimpse into their worlds and having some honest and inspiring conversations along the way. Welcome to Through the Creative Door. Hi, Millie. Hi. How are you going? I'm good. Good, honey. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Better in seeing you. Have a new project. Yeah, yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought that we could chat about creativity coming through the creative door with Millie Taylor. Ooh, that's a exciting door. It's an exciting door. <laughs> you, I mean, I met you through music. Yeah. However, you are a very talented bear. And you actually have lots, lots of, <laughs> lots of things that you get up to. Yeah. Um, and one of those amazing things is that you're a phenomenal author and have a couple of books. I do. Yeah. I do. I do have a couple yeah. of books. You do? Yeah. Lots of different things. Painting as well. Like I know. creativity is just my thing. I'm sure you know, being a creative person also, that if you don't create, you pop. Yes. Right? <laughs> so yes. we need to find outlets. So... Yeah. yeah, I have many. Yes, you do. Mm. And I guess it's this question that I'm going to ask, which is like, what is a creative space to you? I mean, I suppose it would be different mm. depending on which avenue you're looking to create in, I guess. I don't necessarily have a space. It's just a feeling that sort of comes up where I feel like I need to create something and then I just pick whatever medium whatever I'm feeling at the time, you know, whether it is to sit down and just write some poetry or to rip out the paints and paint something really beautiful, grab the camera and go and take some photographs, um, sing, got my guitar right there, um, all that sort of stuff where it is just life in general, having the mediums in the mental health space where I work, we call them wellness tools. So that's very much my thing when I'm feeling some sort of dysregulated nervous system thing going on, I'm going to reach to a wellness tool to feel better. Um, and it's funny because as life gets peaceful and happy, I create a little bit less actually because I'm just living and, and being happy. Um, I create more when I'm feeling dysregulated in some way because it's a nervous system regulation tool for me. That is so interesting that you say yeah. that because I can empathise with that myself. Um, music is definitely that for me. Yeah. Is there one thing that, I don't know, trumps all others that you're like the most proud of creating? Music. Yeah, by far, actually, that is probably my favourite one and being part of a project with a group of people. Um, so I sing backing vocals in Sergeant Holker um, and ju even just going to a rehearsal, I, I could be feeling terrible and just going to a rehearsal and singing and hanging out with my mates and I will be on cloud nine. And by the time I leave that rehearsal, it's just the best feeling in the world um, to work on a musical project and to be part of a family. Mm. So I feel like they, yeah, that trumps everything else. I would drop everything for a band rehearsal. Oh, <laughs> Whereas when it comes to like writing or painting or photography, I've got to be in the right kind of mood and yeah, it's a little bit, little bit different. Yeah. I feel like Sergeant Hulk is the one that I put first mm, above everything else. And music in general is just, that's my piece. It's the one that's easily accessible. 
in terms of when I'm feeling in a nervous system sort of dysregulated state, just putting on a song, right? And just listening to it and the way that it makes me feel like it's not even necessarily me creating anything, but I'm listening to someone else's beautiful creations Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel wonderful. And you can play a song that kind of meets you where you're at. If you're angry, you can play Rage Against the Machine. If you're you're sad, you can play some beautiful classic piano, um, you know, something like that, that meets you where you're at emotionally and it validates you just just that in itself and that's you know like I say not my creations it's someone else's but there's an appreciation there for the creativity in that right oh totally yeah totally I don't know if you're the same as me but if I'm feeling a particular feeling I almost want to sit in it more so I'll search for yeah. the art whether that be watching dances or listening to a particular genre of music but I'm like no nope, I'm if I'm there I want to yeah. feel it all, yeah. I want to be all there, I want to see the things, Boy. do the things. It was uh, one of my trauma therapists that I saw over the years, um, she calls it dancing with the emotion, basically. Instead of turning away from it, you turn towards it, attune to it um, and feel it. So you dance with it and if you're feeling angry, she's like, what is it that you need to do to turn towards that, whether it is a certain type of music, whether it's an activity like... Um, when I was experiencing a lot of anger in my trauma recovery, axe throwing was incredible for me to just let that out. It was the best ever and archery. And, you know, I went and did kickboxing and all of these self-defense classes and things like that just helped so much with processing that emotion. So yeah, I truly believe in dancing with whatever you're feeling and acknowledging, validating that however you can. Um, creativity is an incredible safe space to do that. Right. Um, whether it's music or whether you're going to rip out the paints and just draw black things and sharp things all over the canvas or, you know, if you're dancing, you might really let it out in a more sort of movement sense of anger and acknowledging that through your movement. Um, creativity is an incredible platform to explore yourself in a really beautiful way and turn it into art, right? which then other people can appreciate and they feel the validation when they are watching your dance or seeing your art or listening to your music and what you were feeling in that moment, maybe they're feeling it and that's why they're connecting with it, which is such a beautiful thing. It makes creativity such a universal language, right? Oh, yeah. for sure. It's for magic. sure. I think there's, there's always going to be something that pulls all of us. Uh, yeah. and, and, and that's not just, I mean, obviously we do it far more in that creative space for our work. Yeah. But we all have, everyone's got their little Something. creative thing that's knitting or, you yeah. know, I don't know, <laughs> cooking. Yeah. Cooking is a cooking creative. Cooking is an incredible yeah. creative yeah. thing. I do love to cook. <laughs> yep, that's definitely one of mine as well. I have many. Yeah. 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 And I think they're beautiful. And I love to see other people's. And I think, you know, with my social media, I don't, I'm not very good with social media, but I do have a social media platform. And the reason I created it was all about sharing my creativity in the hope that it would inspire others to do the same for themselves. Because mm. it's just such a lifeline, isn't it, really, to just have something, whatever it is. You don't have to be good at it. That doesn't matter about you being good at it, but it's about how it makes you feel in the end and whether you're feeling like you've either expelled something or explored something that was really causing sort of tension for you. It's, yeah, the idea of creativity is that somehow you find a happy medium and some sort of peace on the other side of it. And at the bare minimum, at least you feel validated and you've seen this part of yourself that you're like, okay, well, at least it's there and I can love and accept this part that I'm angry or I'm, you know, whatever you might be feeling. It's, it's, yeah, creativity is a safe space for exploration. That's kind of how I feel about it. 
Oh, amen, sister. Yeah. Amen. Amen, sister. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> it always goes deep with me. Oh, but, right? it's, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, we do have some deep chats. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been a time or, or have you been able to articulate, or can you, sorry, articulate times where your cre- creativity, there's like a challenge of like being able to create? You sort of mentioned before yeah. about maybe being in a happier space. <laughs> when and I'm happy. Yeah. Yep. Like I, I've been really quite cruising and happy in my life for quite a while now. Um, and my social media page is dead. I don't write poetry right now. I'm not really painting much and I'm not sharing it. Even if I do, I'm definitely really active in the music space. So I guess I've got that cause I'm going to band rehearsals and Sergeant Holker and with you, we're doing gigs and stuff. So I'm getting, I get my fix, <laughs> so to speak with creativity, but, um, yeah, I'm happy. So I'm just not reaching to it like I like I did when I think back to when I was creating to the point where I was like painting, writing poetry, sharing it on social media, doing it almost obsessively every day. I was quite sad and I was in, you know, the midst of a relationship breakup. I was deep in trauma therapy. Um, yeah, it just made sense because I needed I needed that. That was my lifeline to explore everything in a really safe way. But yeah, right now I'm cruising. Happiness is the thing that gets in the way of my creativity, but I'm not I'm not sad about that. <laughs> no. I'm not no. sad about it. It's good to be happy, right? That's right. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if it was something that I read, maybe it might have been an interview that I heard with uh, Casey Chambers and she said the last place that she wants to be when she's happy is sitting down writing a song with a guitar. And, and someone had asked her the question, why are all your songs so sad? She's like, well, that's why, basically. When I'm happy, I want to be out living my life and enjoying everything. I want to be sitting down writing songs. So, um, I, yeah, I vibe with that. I'm happy. I'm living my life. So probably not creating as much as I normally would, but I'm cool. Yeah. yeah. I guess <laughs> cool I that. always think of particular artists, especially like Adele, where we, yes, only, get, we no, only get an <laughs> album from her. When... Someone's pissed her <laughs> off. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And it's the same for me if I'm like heartbroken or pissed off or I've got something to say and you know like I found a lot of the time with my poetry especially um, that's the stuff that I feel like I can't say so I say it you know in my poetry it's my safe space to say it rather than you know directly to the person because maybe you can't say it to them they're, they're you know maybe passed away or they're not in your life anymore it's my way of feeling like I voiced something rather than leaving it stuck mm. um, I'm in a stage of my life right now where I'm, I feel heard. I feel validated. Like I'm not needing to, I don't have something to say right now. So I'm cruising. <laughs> That's so good. It's bliss after a life of like so much compounded trauma to have come through that recovery journey, four years of trauma therapy and to be in a space in my life where I feel 100% at peace right now. This is wonderful. Wonderful. And I got like, you know, if you were to look around my house and see all of the photographs and paintings and things like that, this is what I've got left from my trauma and they're beautiful freaking things. Right. Mm. So if there's a reason to create, it's that because now when I look back at my pictures and things like that, it's like, yeah, the trauma was horrible, but look what it made. Something to be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Something really quite beautiful. And yeah. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. If you could give one nugget, one piece of advice or wisdom, what would that be to another creative? I think, look, this is something that I inherently do naturally for myself, but um, it became very apparent as the theme in a, in a course that I did with uh, an amazing art therapist called Natalia. Um, 
and she's got a course called The Creative Spark. Definitely look it up. Um, and she talks about taking the pressure off yourself and stop looking at your creativity as something that you need to monetize or have approval from other people. Just do it because it's fun and it feels good. Start there. And then if it does then get validation and approval and you can monetize it, that's just the added bonus. But the actual initial creative phase, just let it happen. Create space and play because that's what creativity is, is play, right? And when we come in with that whole idea of like, I have to do the thing and I need to write a song by 5 p.m. today and I need to do this. And, then, and we're just bringing in all of this logic brain pressurized thinking kills creativity in a heartbeat right and when she kind of voiced that in the course I was like oh okay yeah this makes sense to me and I do I do do that like I've never been a person that puts pressure on myself to create a thing it is more of an emotion that comes up in me where I'm like I feel like creating something today and I'll go and create and so yeah but um to do this course with other artists where is the main sort of people that are within that platform hearing their stories about the pressure that they put on themselves and how much it killed the creativity and and then you know because you've got this pressure on yourself for your art or whatever it is that you're creating to be something you then come in with judgment and criticism around what it is that you're doing instead of actually just playing with it right um so yeah that would be my nugget of advice is stop judging and forcing and just create space and let creativity be something playful I have one question, one last extra question. Beautiful. If you could pick anyone, who would you want to hear answer these questions and why? Maya Angelou. She's so amazing. She is famous for a poem called, um, I think it's called Still I Rise. Have you ever heard it before? No, I oh. haven't, but I'm intrigued to go and look for this. She, yeah, she's no longer with us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming I can pick someone that's <laughs> anyone, whether you they're can, alive or you, not. You can pick whoever, but, yeah. Yeah, Maya Angelou is one person that every time I get asked this question about who would you want to sit down and have dinner with and all those sorts of things, um, Maya Angelou, I would just love to meet her and hang out with her. She is this soft, beautiful, yet strong feminine energy um, she's a poet and a writer as well, so I just feel like I could talk to her for hours and I would love to hear her answers mm. all about creativity and how she became this force that she is. She's so amazing. Love Maya Angelou. Oh, my goodness. She's written another poem that was called um, something along the lines of being a rainbow in someone's cloud as well. So she's, yeah, lovely, kind, humanitarian. One of my idols. I love her. <laughs> Millie Taylor, thank you so much thank for joining you. me for this little chat. Bye. Bye. Bye.